0: Hello and welcome back to Productivity with Purpose, brought to you by the Cronion Collective. My name is Alicia and I'm your host. I am thrilled to present our newest series, Less Multitasking, More Mindful, where we will look for tangible, real-life solutions that you can apply today to be more productive. I am excited to present our first guest, Bonnie, who is the fearless leader of the Dr. Minds Company. Let's begin. All right. Hi, guys, and thanks for tuning in again. I am ecstatic to welcome our newest guest. Her name is Bonnie, and she is one of the somehow coolest and calmest people that I've met here in Southern California. (laughs) Um, So, Bonnie, could you tell us just a little bit about your background and then a little bit about your incredible company, Dot Your Minds?
1: Thank you, Alicia, for having me. This is a great opportunity for me to connect with uh, like-minded people, I would say. I'm Vani shiroor the founder of Dacia Minds, a mindfulness-based, now teaching you the art of letting go through ancient Indian sand dot art techniques. And I come from a background of a corporate world myself. I'm constantly on... I'm a computer science engineer and turned into a project manager and now trying to manage my own business. And I have a daughter with medical needs, so my plate is full in short. Yeah. But amongst all this, I'm just trying to you know live my life. That is a big thing for me, that I have to be present with my life. And that's who I am. And I've been in the United States for the past 22 years. I have a couple of other podcasts. You can listen to my life story and my way of dealing with special needs parenting. That would be great for anyone as a parent listening here. So that's who I am. So any way I can help out busy parents working from home through this, mindfulness practice i have created and yes, me
0: myself. you said because it's like yeah i was a computer engineer and now i'm working from home and i'm even more stressed than i was before mm-hmm.
1: yeah, absolutely there is uh i would have chances to just take breaks in the middle of the day go for a walk right and now i have my husband calling it's like oh did we pay this bill did we do this i'm like no this is so, there is this constant interruption from one person or the other. I have just one daughter who is 19, you know, older, and she has her own college stuff to deal with, yet we have interruptions. So, I can only imagine. How old are your kids, Alicia? It's-
0: I actually have a seven and a nine year old, both boys,
1: mm. mm-hmm. um,
0: incredibly rambunctious and always bouncing around. And just like you said, I find it's constant interruptions. And then even if it's not, it's like as soon as I finish something home-wise, as soon as I clean the kitchen or as soon as I pick up the living room, just so that my mind's a little clearer for my actual work, they're just the little tornadoes that come through right after me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, So I'm going to shift it. The reason I wanted to shift it a little bit is to understand your biggest anxious point. So that way we have kind of a role play for parents to take something away from this podcast of how to lead, a, how to intertwine mindfulness in your daily life without having to go to a retreat.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And so what I find is I'm trying to wear all the hats at one time and I yep. feel like my mind I never allow it to just be still. And so even right now, I'm doing this podcast and I have to constantly remind myself not to check my email, not Uh to try to plan that paper that I'm going to write at the end of the day to just focus. It seems like I'm not doing enough. Uh So I'm not sure how to deal with that feeling that if I'm not constantly in motion, that I'm somehow falling behind.
1: Absolutely. This is like you hit the nail on the head, if that's the way to say it, because that's what I myself kind of have struggled with. You know, many, I think eight to nine months back, it was even severe when suddenly I had no job, but now I have to figure out constantly where am I going to find a job? COVID has hit and things like this. And I understand the problem is that at one given point, we are thinking, 10 different things and never even getting one thing done. And maybe even if we do put off like the checklist, I had something to order from Amazon today. And that was like the silliest thing to do on a morning, like a most productive time of the day. But yeah, it doesn't leave you. It leaves you with a sense of feeling that, oh, I haven't done anything. I still have so much to do. And one of the things I recommend to people, right, when you said that in your day, you just finished picking up uh, toys, right? So my simplest way to calm our minds, right, because we have this whole day, like with those many roles to play, a wife, a mom, a business person, and, you know, you were ready to record this podcast. It is few of those moments in our day are, are if we start changing our perspective towards the way we do things. For example, you're picking up toys, right? Suddenly, shift your energy to observing your hand, picking up the toy, count the number of toys you're picking up, and then the color of the toys, what you're picking up, and put them in a basket. And there, within five minutes, you will notice a sudden drop in your heart rate if you just do as simple as that. Because, you know, you cannot expect busy parents to go sit in a corner and meditate. You won't have that.
0: That's really powerful. Yes. Yeah, so... And I do struggle with that. There's all these meditation apps and I see, you know, all the gurus on YouTube and I'm like, yeah, just 15 minutes, just sit down and be quiet for 15 minutes. And the thought of doing that gives me such
1: anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Going back and sitting, where do you find the 15 minutes? As a working parent at home with two young kids or three a lot of times, finding that 15 minutes is hard. So for say you're washing dishes, for example, right? Just instead of just saying, okay, I'm going to wash just as okay, I have this dish, I have this other thing, learn to observe where your mind goes during those moments of cleanups, laundry. They should be your place of heavenly bliss. Just shifting your thinking about it instead of thinking of the next thing to come, learning to focus back into what you're doing. And that itself is meditation on its own. And that's what I teach in my mindfulness dot art practices, where, for example, we have a dot art is nothing. It's as simple as a dot, right? It You just learn to focus on one simple dot. This is just a practice where we connect dots from one thing to another. During If you attend my classes, it's during lunchtime to make it easy for working people. It's 15, 20 minutes, we calm your mind down. And through creativity, we access, we let it settle down. The mind has to settle down. You have to stop to even go forward. Like take a jump forward, you have to pause, right? So that's what mindfulness is. And as a parent, you could be doing this as a group activity. Say next time you are sitting with your kid, trying to teach them how to read, right? A lot of times we are not even, that could be our time to take a break, really take a break in our mind, not thinking of this as, oh, I have to teach my son, you know, this word. I have to teach my kid, oh, they have to learn this before and after. This is where I see them. And you're already in a cycle of constant, incessant thinking, and you've lost your kid. Like, you're not with a kid anymore, right?
0: Wow. Yes, exactly. And I think, That's what I'm kind of getting from this as you go, is that they're, instead of seeing it as a chore, take it as it's an easy, repetitive task that you can, there's a definite start and end to it. Yes. Okay. So let's say I do that. Let's say I'm washing the dishes and I go, instead of Using instead of being upset that I'm washing the dishes and using that time to think of everything I have to do, I'm going to focus on the feel of the water and the soap in my hands. I'm going to focus on the dishes. How do you find people feel after that moving into their next task?
1: Yep, perfect. That's a good question because what has happened by doing that, you have slowed down the speed of your mind. So now you have a little more clarity on the next task to do is which task to pick on the biggest challenge i have for you know personally is to pick the task i have to work on there's like 100 tasks what do i pick on that i would feel accomplished about right so by doing these small breaks during these tasks like washing dishes now you have the clarity to at least 5% more than before or a period of time And it becomes your second nature to be calm and make decisions from a place of confidence and not fear, right? It's like, have faith that whatever task you're going to do next is going to be the best one for that moment. And you will give all your attention to it. That's all you need to do in every task. And so, by having given your mind a break and calming it down through that process of letting the water flow on your hand and just enjoying your being. You're already in that state to make a clearer decision on the next task. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. It's a really beautiful thought that I think is even more vital. We're finally coming out of this pandemic, or we hope that we're coming out of it. But this has been a real time of like fight or flight for a lot of Mm -hmm. people. Mm-hmm. where you, you don't know, like you said, you lost your job. I know so many people that lost their jobs and they're going, how am I going to feed my family? How am I going to make this work? What are we going to do? What's next? Yep. I have to make a plan. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to. Got and to. Yep. Yes. And so being able to take us from that fight or flight to just being present will help us make better decisions, will help us come from a place of plenty instead of a place of survival survival
1: exactly and we all have to remember that any given moment ask yourself when just in that anxious mode at the end of it what are we all struggling so much for right to live to feel the joy of living and if we keep pulling our attention back to that anytime you feel anxious and you know it's like you're in that mode It just makes you realize, oh, I'm here to live. And this is it. The journey, what I'm leading through is it. There is no destination as such. Your destination is death, okay? And you don't (laughs) want to be there yet, right? So your journey is your destination. There's whatever you're going on, that path, good or bad, if you just soak in that moment, you will see all the joy in that moment. Learn to see the joy in that moment. And that kind
0: of legitimately blowing my mind right now Um, (laughs) because what a way to change that narrative right because sometimes I'll just say oh man that's giving me anxiety or oh you know I feel anxious why am I feeling anxious because I want to do good at this because I want to keep being alive Yeah. (laughs) yes I've never really thought of it that way
1: and just one other simple technique which I use which I today I'll send you the link or maybe we can post it it's about laughing and smiling to yourself, right? And that's what I teach in my six-week course too, which is coming up in May, is learning to be happy with yourself wherever you are. You know, just notice like the first week, the whole week of the first course will be just observing yourself, where you are, what you're doing on a daily basis. And the way you shift your thoughts is by just smiling at it of smiling at yourself in any of those small activities you talked about. And you need to be calm before you take on stressful tasks and look at those work from home, small break events as your meditative spots where you're, you promise yourself that you're going to smile through that whole activity. right? As you're picking, instead of doing it with that frustration and building up that heart rate, Why can't we do it with calm? Because it's going to take the same amount of time to do the laundry.
0: Exactly.
1: The time taken is not going to change just because you do it, you know, with that anxious feeling in your mind, or if you do it calmly. It's just the way, because it's the same 50 miles we all have to cover. And it doesn't matter how fast you go. What do you do with the rest of the time, right? So you have to... Just learn to enjoy that particular moment as you're going through it. And then every moment becomes so joyful that you're okay with the next thing coming up and you're just starting to be more and more aware of where your mind is. That's what I teach in the six-week course is how to become more aware of where your mind is. So you next time you're like today morning, my daughter came in and she has, I was like busy, trying to figure out what out of the 20 things am I going to do? It's like, oh my God, I'm not reaching anywhere in any of my business goals. Where am I? And I start into this anxious mode, right? But now I'm aware that I'm in that anxious mode. And my daughter came in to give me a hug. And those moments, instead of reacting, right, that's the first thing we do, just taking in the experience. Okay, she touched me. There is a feeling there. And then being aware that, okay, she touched me. So I don't have to react and say, go away. I'm trying to think here. Oh my God, why did you disturb me? That was, I just shifted after a couple of seconds of reactive thought, which I had. I shifted my attention to her. I said, yes, my darling, thank you for, you know, she just gave me a hug. She's like, okay, I give you my hug back. I kissed her back. It didn't more than, she didn't want me for 20 minutes. She just wanted my real presence for that two minutes she was with me. Exactly. And a a smile from me, and she calmed me down. And what else do you live for?
0: Exactly. I think that's all that kids are, like these pure little balls of light, just living. And we get so caught up in what we want to do and what we think has to be done and all of these things that we kind of miss it if we're not careful. Right,
1: because you don't have to go on a big, you know, spend a million or like thousands of dollars on a vacation to feel that. You have If you can train your mind to feel that in an everyday eight hour or 20 hour life we have, imagine the bliss we'll live in. It's, but, yeah, and then it's the thing with this whole course or with whole technique is it's not a destination again. It's not like oh, I, I'm going to take this pill and from now on I'm just going to feel calm. No, everything's changing every constant single second, and there's nothing that is not changing. Like right, you and me are different from ten o'clock when we started talking. It's twenty minutes into our life, so exactly. nothing's nothing's been constant and. Trying to find that constant is where we lose the game because we're trying to catch hold of that mirage, which just doesn't exist or anywhere.
0: I love that. And you really represent the other side of the coin for me because I am one of those people that when I go to companies and when I'm helping them kind of turn around their programs or... Um start their clinical research. I'm all about, okay, let's make a checklist. Let's do an if then let's put these processes in place. And Uh that makes me feel in control and makes me calm. But the ability to have something like this program that you're talking about that can teach me to feel in control, feel calm yep. when I don't have the checklist, when I don't have the if them form is something that really appeals to me. Yep. So I know that we're almost out of time and I'm so excited about your program coming up in May. It's something I know I'm going to definitely benefit from and I think our listeners will as well. If you had just one more thing to say at the end, one little reminder for the audience, what would be your sign-off for the day?
1: I think the biggest, the shortest thing I can say is learn to let go, right? Art of letting go is huge and key. Just remember, just like even the breath, the breath that you take in, you have to let go to make space for the next breath to come in, the most life-giving breath. Even though it's life-giving, you can't hold on to it forever. Same thing with life and experiences and your yesterdays and the previous moments and your breakups, any of these things, you know, learning to let go as soon as you can and not holding on to things makes it so much more easier to be present and make space for something beautiful that's coming and having faith that it's all going to work out.
0: That's that's amazing. I think to leave somebody with that, learn to let go. Your body does it every couple of seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank and you so much, Bonnie. Yep. I think that we've learned so much from this and I can't wait to follow up with you a little later and I will for sure be a part of your course. Talk to you soon. Thank
1: you, Alicia. So yeah, it's my website again is www.yourminds.com. I think you'll post it in the... Notes anyway, but thank you Absolutely. so much for this opportunity.
0: <laughs> thank you so much, Bonnie. Have a great rest of your Take day.
1: <laughs>
0: Bye. And that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in to Productivity with Purpose brought to you by Cronion Collective. Don't forget to check us out at cronioncollective.com. That's K R O N I O N and then collective with a K.com where you can find replays, um, resources, and other ways to manage your time more effectively. And be more productive. And don't forget to click on details to find links to our speakers as well as their amazing resources. Thanks so much. See you soon. Bye.